2: Your voice of confidence
1: and let's start our business. Well, I- I'm self doubt, and uh, I don't think so. Come on, with LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine, I'm in. LegalZoom, now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney.
3: Them cards let's see where they fall if you find an honest dealer you can sure enough win it all
4: hello so Richard welcome to, right to Savvy wall. Broadcasting a life unscripted we're so blessed to have you here uh, I believe this is your second time joining us
3: I think so hey it's a blast to be with you thanks for having me again
4: You betcha. Everyone, Richard Lynch, he is an amazing country music artist who has compiled a long list of country music hits, chart toppers of the world of traditional country music, and and that's quite lost out there. We talked about that in our first interview together, that uh, a lot of country music out there isn't country music, but you have a wonderful traditional country music, and you are talking today. You're going to join us and talk a little bit about your new album, what brought it about, Think I'll Carry It On, which I think has to do a little bit with uh, traditional um, country music, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, share what's been going on in your life and how this new album came to be.
3: Well, you know, I, I was raised in a country music household. My dad was an incredible singer, entertainer, and I grew up listening to that wonderful country music from a very young age. And I, uh, I knew at a young age that's something that I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the music today is not really, really that country. It's not really country at all as far as I'm concerned. Yes. But being said, it's created an immense mm-hmm. amount of opportunity for me because there are so many people out there that really clamor and long to hear that traditional country sound. We have brand new music. I write a lot of my music, and I co-write with others. Mm. And sometimes I record with, you know, songwriters in Nashville. The point that I'm getting at, getting at is there is such a need for new traditional country music out there because people are really hungry for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, think, I think the fact that I was raised in it kind of gives me a little bit of a heads up as far as, as, you know, I I can read and write and get these tunes to where they come from my heart. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's what's missing today in today's music. They've left emotion out of the music.
4: Yeah, yeah. Actually, you wrote a really good song video about that cut and paste, which kind of talks the about the digital era age where people are so disconnected from themselves and from each other as relationships. Which I I thought was a really good video and song to really illustrate that we think we're more connected than ever, but are we really?
3: I think you're right there. You know, we the uh, the digital age and all the the world we live in today is great and wonderful, but you know, if we leave the personal aspect out of it, where I don't know that we're any better off or much further along because it actually it does us a disservice.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it really, really does. Uh, what do what do you see as a way for people to get back to themselves? And I think that's one of the reasons people struggle with their business. They're not coming from their heart. I think when yeah. you start with your heart and what do I have to really give as value to the world and to the marketplace, that's a good starting place. What's your take?
3: Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You know, mm-hmm. people want, to be uh, recognized. They want to have a personal connection and I'll, I'll relate it back to the music as well. Mm -hmm. We're, we're, we're not, um, we're not mega stars, but people, they'll spend their money, they'll buy tickets, they'll buy uh, our merchandise, Mm -hmm. and they just want to feel like they get to know you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if we spend a few minutes or a little time in every one of our evening shows, Mm -hmm. they have this connection with you and it's the same way with business people want to know that they have a connection Mm. that's what's missing in today's world just you know but but i think really country music uh, entertainers and artists have always had a great connection with their with their audience um you know i I mean i've seen when i was a kid i would go see artists play and Mm -hmm. people sit there and and sign autographs for as long as they wanted to for Mm -hmm. as long as the crowd would be there I think that's really what makes tragedy mythic special is the fact that they were willing to to meet people and talk with people and and have that personal connection.
4: Yeah, yeah. And you bring a good point to the light here, which is that real personal connection. Not that I I remember watching American Idol a number of years ago and uh, everyone would come on, oh, I'm going to be the next American Idol. I'm amazing. I want to be a star. And it's like, why do you want that? And there's that question they ask in business a lot of time. What's your why? why? Why are you doing this? And if the why is I just want to be famous, I want people to recognize me, there's that that thing in our our spirit and our soul, which is we want connection with others. But if you go about that connection in the wrong way, you actually get the opposite.
3: No, 100%. (laughs) 100%. Yeah.
4: (laughs) So now with, you know, not everyone out there might be a singer or a way to connect. What would be your kind of tips on ways that people can really connect with themselves uh, each other and a more personal level in this age of technology and social media?
3: Well, that's a good question. You know, I, I really think that, um, I, I really think there's the need for the social media because if I didn't have it, we wouldn't be having our conversation now. And we right. wouldn't be having a lot of the folks that, you know, that look, that are looking for that sound. So I'm thankful that it's there because it's created a lot of opportunities for me and my guys Mm-hmm. Um, but the aspect of it is that if we keep um, too much dependence on that and lose, you know, the personal end of things,
0: yeah.
3: And when and it can only be personal if they've come to one of our shows or if we've met somebody on along the way. But I always want to keep in mind that uh, I'm always what I am. I don't. I'm not pretentious. I don't. Yeah. Act like it's I'm somebody. I'm not. I always want to keep that respectful, personal, approachable. Yeah. Um, you know field to whoever 's out there whether they 're a fan or or a neighbor or a friend or i 'm just meeting someone for the first time that 's kind of my 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 life guide and you know, I was raised by my dad and mom who who had that same value. Hey, stick your hand out there and be good to people, and you 'd be amazed what will come of it. you know what I mean
4: yeah, people forget, and there was an interesting um, experiment done by this guy that came on a show a couple of years ago called the Kindness. Um, diaries where he went around the world and decided I'm gonna have no money on myself but I'm gonna rely on the goodness and kindness of strangers but work for my stay so you go from country to country have nothing on him no money but actually work from town to town saying hey what can I do for you to earn some keep and to get some food and he actually I think he did it for at least a year and now he's come out with the show but the idea that you know you think oh I couldn't survive if I don't have a job or, but no you can there really is a different way to look at life that there is kindness and strangers and we can get connected to each other again.
3: I love that. Yeah. That's
4: that was a cool idea. Yeah, now, now tell me about the, the writing of your new songs for this new album. Uh, what were some of the inspirations and, and messages behind them?
3: Well, you know, I, I, I write from the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if someone says a really clever little line or, I'm like, oh, I better write that down. Or if I'm in a conversation with somebody and I hear a little, a little hook or a little something that makes me think of a certain situation, I'm always looking for a pen or a pencil to write that down.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That being said, <clears throat> we have a song right now that's really doing well on uh, on several charts and still getting played in multiple venues and so forth around the country, around the world, called Keyboard Cowboy. Well, well I'm not exactly the world's best, <laughs> uh, you know, social geek with all the gadgets. So I heard that comment, Keyboard Cowboy, and I thought, man, I can write that. So I wrote, <laughs> based on the fact that my nephew had said something funny, mm-hmm. and I said, and everybody can connect with uh, that little line, Keyboard Cowboy, because everybody's seen somebody put stuff on it they shouldn't. Or they're they're in a they're in their mind. There's some kind of an authority which they're not.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So
3: that's an example of one of the songs that I wrote. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, I'm I'm looking at the album right now, and Mm -hmm. I get when I when I see stuff there that that like the old feed store. There's a song on there that kind of reflects on how I was raised. Yeah. I I mean, we grew up on a farm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that old feed store and it is still in business. Today, as it was when I was a kid, and but the only difference is uh, I know the owner now that I didn't when I was a kid, and he asked me to write something mm. in regards to that. So I just make connections personally, yeah. and I reflect, I reflect my experiences and try to put my emotion and my
0: experiences mm. in that particular song. You know?
4: Yeah. You know what's interesting, Richard, uh, getting back, and this keeps running through my mind, traditional values. And I, I've talked to a number of guests in the past, and, and some of them will be like, oh, I just love this age where you can choose your destiny and everything goes, and it's all awesome. But then sometimes when you get to the nitty-gritty and you're off camera and you're talking personally, sometimes when they talk to you, they're like, I'm really lost. I don't know what direction is the best direction to take and la-la-la. And when I go deeper with some people – you know what they really want? They want connection and they want traditionality because that traditions aren't awful. Traditions are what bring us together as a community and, and allow us a way to, to express ourselves together as a community. So I, I think that traditionality has kind of gotten a bad rap over recent years.
3: Well, that's unfortunate because, you know, we, we, we were raised in a country that, you know, we have so much respect for, we should have respect for how we were raised because we're so fortunate to live here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when we start losing that respect in that traditional area, then we may not be having that, uh, that wonderful ability to live where we live now. So I hope it don't go away. <laughs> yeah,
4: I hope so. Now, tell everyone about your love foundation, the Love Tattoo Foundation. Um, you created it for veterans. What is that all about? So if anyone wants to get involved, how can they do that? Share that with them.
3: Well, uh, good timing. I'm doing a concert. We do a concert once a year, every first weekend in August in the Upper part of the northern part of Michigan mm-hmm. and the place is called the Will Win Lodge and it's a uh, place where all the veterans from World War II to today is welcome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we raise money to make awareness for you know for these folks that do so much for us as far as I'm concerned we can't do enough to help them mm-hmm. but we raise money. The Love Tattoo Foundation is a, uh, is a foundation exclusively for veterans men and women Mm -hmm. And the the truth of the matter is we we lose a lot of veterans to suicide every day. And I find that completely unacceptable. So I had this song called Love Tattoo. Mm -hmm. uh, And me and Ronnie McDowell did that song as a duet together. Mm -hmm. All the proceeds raised from the sale of the song and anything that we can do to promote awareness, we do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm very, very tickled to say that Ronnie did that with me. I always loved Ronnie McDowell's music. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I found out that he did three tours of duty in Vietnam. So I thought, oh my goodness, this is exactly the guy that I need to have to do this duet with me. But to sum it up, the Love Tattoo Foundation is to make awareness and bring, and to raise money and to help folks Mm -hmm. um, and get into this facility. It's a 1200 acre facility, a 60 acre lake, a wonderful area to where they can get psychiatric help if they need to just a time and a place for these veterans to get away and kind of get their mind together and um, maybe, you know, reinvent and refine themselves and find that, that need that makes them useful again. So we want to make sure that they know that they're respected, they're needed, and they're so appreciative of somebody that does that for them. So just our little way of giving back.
4: So is it is it kind of like a retreat center?
3: It is. Cool. It's a beautiful, beautiful facility up there. I mean, it's it's remote. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to be looking at, uh, at many people. As a matter of fact, you're not going to be seeing anybody around, but it's way back in the, in the woods. And you'll, you run in, you'll see deer and all the wildlife and the beautiful lake and everything. So it's a place for them to get their mind together and understand that they have value. Yeah. That have people that uh, care about them. And, you know, I can say it's just something that uh, I feel strongly about, about giving back to, yeah. uh, these folks.
4: Did you did you happen to serve yourself?
3: I did not, but my my grandpa did, my dad wow. did, my brother did. Wow. I, I've always had a huge respect and appreciation for them, and I can say it, it's just just my way of uh, you know showing that you know there is people out here who care. You never you'll never meet a bunch of more folks that really appreciate it. They would never ask for anything. I I go up there and I play for them, and I, I find these veterans. You know, they, some of them are disfigured. Some of them, Mm -hmm. some have mental issues as far as the PTSD, Mm -hmm. but they would never ask for a thing. And then I find them telling me how they want to thank me for what I do. And I was like, we got this all wrong. We're we're here to thank you guys. Mm -hmm. But it's, it sure gets your emotions flowing. Yeah. See those folks, you know, who are so appreciative of what we do.
4: Mm -hmm. So tell everyone where they can donate and also tell them your website.
3: We'll go to RichardLynchBand.com, and at that point, you can find the LoveTattooFoundation.org. You can donate to the LoveTattooFoundation.org, and if you happen to know somebody, mm. a neighbor, a friend, a family member who, who has served, and maybe they're not exactly you know on the right track, or they're not, they're not necessarily feeling right, and you notice something different about them, make mention to them that there's a place that exists mm. called the Wilwyn Lodge. And they would be very much welcome. Now, they they make arrangements and they take, you know, they they take it on based on first come, first serve. Mm. But it's really a phenomenal place.
0: Mm.
3: And uh, like I say, it it helps these men and women that's done so much for our country.
4: That's awesome. Uh, That's so awesome, Richard. Before we head out here, tell one tip or aha lesson you've learned in your life as a country music singer or farmer or person that you'd like to pass on to the audience.
3: Never take no for an answer.
4: (laughs) Perfect business lesson. Never take no.
3: (laughs) Believe in yourself. Surround yourself with people that love you, respect you, and want to be around you to help you. Otherwise, you know, it's easy to get distracted. So I just want to be around people that uh, have the same like mind and appreciation for what I want to do. I want to share that with people out there.
4: (laughs) Yeah, Birds of a feather flock together. (laughs) You
0: bet. You bet.
4: Well, everyone, please go to com And thank you again, Richard, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted.
3: Hey, my pleasure. Look forward to seeing you in the near future.
4: You betcha. If you like this episode, please share and leave your comments. To find out more about paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at com.